Welcome to Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered. That was maybe a little hot, but we're going to go with that today. We are a show where we talk about faith, mental health, and uncomfortable conversations, and not necessary, necessarily in that order. We're going to be doing awesome tonight. Hey, Jason, what in the world are we talking about tonight? So tonight is episode 170, Hanging with Chris, Ooh. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to talk about uh, with Chris Talon. He's an author, a podcaster. Uh, I was going to say writer. That's the same damn thing. <laughs> He's a blogger. He actually blogs for our show. And so uh, really looking forward to talking to Chris. It's been good. Lord, I didn't look it up. I had Buzz brought up. It's probably been a lot of episodes. Since I think it's been, been since the spring when we looked it up. Really? That's it? Last yeah. spring? Yeah. Oh, so like a seems year. like a lot longer ago. COVID years are yeah. longer yeah, than normal years. Yeah, it's a years. blur. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on with you and you're always doing something. I, I, I saw something somewhere that you did another, uh, hunger. Oh yeah. Why I actually I... made it to the fifth day again this time. You did? Yeah. Did Holy a shit. five day fast and I lost, <laughs> I gained, I gained most of it back pretty quickly, but I lost like 11 pounds in five oh, days. Nice. But that's just, you know, when you're drinking all your fluids is, and no food going in, then, uh, yeah, your stomach completely empties itself. Yes. And it's uh, kind of a weird process. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. No no more information needed. Yeah. So speaking of hunger, do you want to start with some trivia? <laughs> that was the worst transition known to man. <laughs> there was no transition. So, uh, Chris, we, we, we one of the things we like doing is some trivia just to get started. Mm. Again, I think it provides some cool conversations going on. So the way we'll do it is that I will read a question and you will shout your, your name if you think you know the answer. And then answer. If you don't say your name and say the right answer, the other person can steal it. So, and I usually uh, say the answer, then say Jason, and then say it again if I know it. <laughs> yes, so that I is how it every time. We, we almost should have a bell and like a horn for later on. Okay, you guys ready? Yes. Boat horns. Is this any? Yeah. <laughs> this any? is random trivia because Chris says that he is a random knowledge guy. So okay. we're gonna go completely random. It's gonna cover all sorts of gamuts of. It's probably going to be all Broadway, Chris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so is that one of the things that you like is Broadway? Um, no, but I've seen a couple of plays. Yeah, me just, too. Okay. Just by virtue of like, yeah, I lived pretty close to the Wharton Center in East Lansing. So right. my dad was like, hey, let's go see Jesus Christ Superstar this weekend. Hey, let's go see Phantom of the Opera. Oh, that's cool, though. Yeah. yeah. See, random good, fact. Good, good memory for you, though, at least. You I mean, must have had a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Okay, so now for the actual question. What is a duel called between three people? Jason, orgy. (laughs) (laughs) And rated explicit already. Chris, a a trial. You know what? You know what? It's close enough because it is a truel. T-R-U-E-L. So you get a point. Yes, I'm giving him a point. To the guest goes the honor. That's crap. Okay, ready for the next one is this. The unicorn is the national animal of which country? This can't be true. I mean, I found it on the internet. It has to be true. Uh, this is the weirdest country in the world. Oh, man. Yeah, I almost want to guess that guy who's got that like old oil platform and declared it a sovereign nation. Jeez. <laughs> um, I don't know, Chris. Uh, Tunisia? Nope. Jason, China. <laughs> the answer is Scotland. Oh, no way. And it seems kind of normal. Okay, ready. Now, this one, somebody <laughs> should get here. What does WWW stand for? Jason, in- World Wide Web. Yep. Ooh. 
How many teeth does an adult human have? Chris, 28. Jason, 32. 32 is correct. Boom. How did I know that? I don't know. I that's thought one the, of you was going to start counting. The, that's the first number that came ahead. I'm so excited about that one. I don't know. Oh, I wasn't counting my wisdom teeth. Oh. oh. I don't know. In public places in the state of Florida, what's, uh, what's against the law to do when wearing a swimsuit? Jason, shower? Nope. Um, Your face, Chris. <laughs> Chris, go to the grocery store? I don't know. Sing. What? <laughs> That's the weirdest. <laughs> so for those of you who are listening just with audio and can't see Chris's face, we encourage you to go to our YouTube channel and look at the video because that face was worth a thousand words. Wow, look at you. Promo, I know, man. I know. I know some weird Florida law, too. It's actually yeah. against the law to chain an alligator to a, a, a fire hydrant. Oh, well, that's good to know. Dogs means, are okay, but which not Which means somebody has tried it at one point, right? Because otherwise, <laughs> why would you make that a law? Okay, next question. A group of ravens is known as? Chris, a murder. Nope. What? Oh, I'm thinking that's of crows. crows. Uh, that sounded right when you said it, but then when you said no. I was no, so I'm sure of myself, too. Um, <laughs> no idea. Unkindness. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. What is the Earth's largest continent? The largest? Yep. Jason, Africa. Nope. Chris, uh, Antarctica. It's got to be Antarctica. Asia. Oh, yeah. Asia's like everything. Okay. On the farm, what is a kid? Jason, a goat. Oh. Man. Boom. Okay. A little sports trivia. How many points did Michael Jordan score in his first NBA game? Jason, 23. Chris, 46. No, the answer is 16. It's surprisingly low. <laughs> I went with this player number. <laughs> okay. Now, this is good because February, um, this kind of goes with that. What TV series showed the first interracial kiss on American network television? Chris, Star Trek. Boom. You got that what? correct. What? Captain Kirk and, uh, oh, gosh, I can't remember her name now, but yeah. Uh, it, it, oh, uh, it's not going to come to me. Since Black History Month, that's fitting. That wasn't even on purpose. What was the first soft drink in space, gentlemen? I'm going to say Jason Diet Pepsi. Nope. (laughs) Chris, Fanta? Coca-Cola. I mean, it makes sense. Like that That's like America's pop. I know. You really need to watch the video with Chris. This might be the one. Which monarch officially made Valentine's Day a holiday in 1537? St. Valentine's Day? Or St. Jason, St. Valentine? The St. Valentine? No, which monarch... Oh, I don't know what a monarch is. I'm dumb. Like a king, king yeah. Um, I don't know what a monarch is. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's a line. You need to pull that line. Um, I mean, Henry the first. Ooh, Henry the eighth. You were close. <laughs> as soon as they said king, I'm like, it's you got to go Henry the eighth. Wasn't he like brutal though? I don't know. I didn't look up all the history. Don't of you him. know all the history? Of I, I didn't like Google Henry the Eighth after that. Yeah, I thought okay. he was the one who like beheaded his wives for not right? getting sons. Yeah, yeah, probably he was brutal. I thought, but anyways, which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo or Porsche? I should say the Porsche logo. Which animal on the Porsche logo? Porsche or the Ferrari? Porsche. It's Porsche. It's Porsche. You don't say German. Uh, it's Porsche. If you're German, man Porsche. Um, I didn't know there was. I can't even think of the logo. Yeah, I oh. saw a car today, and it just said Porsche on the back of it. Um, Gazelle, Jason Gazelle. Nope. I don't. I didn't even know there was an animal on the logo. 
I'm not going to guess horse. I'm going to guess like a Chris Greyhound. You should have guessed horse. It is a horse? According to the internet. That's not correct. That's Ferrari. Well, you know what? We're going Where'd to- Where'd you get this? Get, this is not a dot .org. We'll Wrong. have to fact check it and post and tell us who won in the yeah. intro. Dot, yeah. dot .org for trivia. <laughs> we should make a trivia site that's .gov or dot .org. Okay, last funny. one. What is sinophobia or cinephobia or sinophobia? It's the fear of what? Going to the movies, Jason going to the movies. Nope. Can I ask a question about the spelling? Yeah. Sure. Is it start with an X? Nope. It's C C Y N O phobia. I'm trying to think of other words that have that in the beginning of them. See, this is this is an advantage if you if if you let the other person go, then you get yeah. time to think of it. Yeah. Um, Chris, someone who's afraid of fruit. I am sorry. That is wrong. It's a fear of dogs. Oh. I, it makes total sense. Oh, it, yeah. there <laughs> is a horse in the Porsche logo. <laughs> Holy shit. You're right. I was. What is the Ferrari? Boom. I think that's also a horse. They're I probably think... all horses. And so is a Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. It looks like the same horse. The Ferrari and the the Porsche. Well, that's why. But I but the question though didn't horse. ask which logo had a horse. Correct. It said what's in the Porsche. But right, yeah, right. no one thinks of that with the Porsche. Wow. I I would have. I was questioning the internet. I know you're questioning my Google yeah. beforehand of like random trivia. You don't know how to show prep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I think Chris won. I don't really know. We'll have to go back and listen to the tape. But the guest always wins if there's a question. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that BS one you gave him earlier on. Yeah. Oh, I totally nailed Truel. He was like, Truel. He was like, L. Yeah, you got it. Good job. Started with a TR, ended with an L. I hiccuped at the start. It's fine. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. So, Chris, we're excited to hang out with you. And I'm excited because I think we only hang out during a fire at Ben's house. And yep. I think that was only for a short time because I think you had to leave early. So I'm excited yeah. to hang out and, and there hear was, more. There was like eight, nine people there. So different conversations yeah. constantly going on. Yeah. So I was impressed. You seem like a really smart dude. Um, I'm not I'm not sure why you're hanging out with Jason if I'll you're a smart that. dude. But I before we get going, though, <laughs> speaking of awesome, shut up. Uh, my wife has always said about you, you are the best listener ever. Ooh. Like every time we are around you or like you just... You take the time to look at the person. You never act like you're too busy. Not too busy. What am I? You know, like disinterested, disinterested, picking up your phone. I'm like, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, like she just says you just uh, you're tuned in and in those conversations when we're all in a group. So oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Thing to say about somebody. I, I appreciate. Yeah. That. She said she's brought that Thanks, up man. multiple times. So and especially wow. when it's like 52 conversations going with nine people. Yeah. And most of those people I had only met. Once before in that situation or never before. Yeah. So it makes it so hard. <laughs> yeah. So I want to get, get to know you a little bit because I think that'll be good. So what is new in the world of Chris or Christopher? I'm not even sure which name we're supposed to use. Christopher or Chris? Oh, Christopher is just, I mean, it's a, it's an authory thing to use okay. your full name, you know, but Stephen King, his friends call him Steve. Okay. Sweet. Um, we're, so yeah, we're friends, friends now. We're yeah. friends now. Did you sweet. see well, the relationship between yeah, I know. Stephen King and, and Christopher I, Talon? I saw, I saw what he did there. Okay. That was smart. That yeah. was, that was. Uh, do we good. put Stephen King in the title now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Anyways, yeah. What's going on? Uh, you just um, been podcasting like a mofo? I've been podcasting and my book that I've been 
trying to get stuff going on is finally got a date set for it. So June third, the book will be out, and I'm shut up. Like this week, I'm talking to somebody about the the cover because I've been kind of going back and forth on who I might have do it. Okay, and now I've got somebody who I really want to do it, and if they can have so the like time, this gonna June, it. it's going to be out. Mm-hmm. And I picked June third just because I think that's like a Monday, a pretty. No, I think it's actually a Friday because I wanted to have it be like something. The, the book starts on the first day of summer in 1996 oh, okay. as school's getting out. So I wanted to have it kind of release right kind of in in time with that when it, the book starts. That's cool. Yeah. So are you just uh, so how does that work? I'm assuming it's going on Amazon, right? Like, yep. Yep. I'll try to get it on Amazon. I'll try to get it into some um, indie bookstores. I'll talk to Barnes and Noble over here because I did a whole episode on my podcast about uh, self-publishing with a, another author who's done it very successfully. You know, you click on his Goodreads and he's got a couple hundred reviews on each of his books. So wow. he's he's moving books and he's doing it without the help of a big or a small publisher. So, um, yeah, I just kind of took everything that he told me and we still talk probably once a week or so. Um, Did you ever end up talking I'm, to my crazy sister? Well, yeah, she gave me her book. <laughs> Oh, we don't talk anymore. She doesn't. <laughs> she gave me. <laughs> no, you gotta. <laughs> she gave me um her book about you know like how to get ready to put your book out, and a lot of that information is stuff that I heard again from other people. Okay. So, yeah, she she, she wrote a book legit- on how to publish a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're such a good brother. Hey, I know there's boundaries, but hey, but there's a lot that goes into it. Like if people want to listen to that episode of my podcast, it's a uh, called. Uh, a beginner's guide to self-publishing and there's a lot that goes into it because you got to get cover art you got to get somebody that not just does the front but will do like the wraparound on the back you got to get the book formatted the proper way you got to get it published through kdp which is kindle direct publishing you got to go through ingram spark so that it can get into physical bookstores you got to get it on bnn.com you got to go through this people you got to promote it you got to try to have readings and signings and it's you know, yeah. one person trying to do all that instead of a yeah. publishing crew, a publicist crew. And isn't the hardest part getting the ISBN number or like the most important part to not have it not be like Amazon's product and be it your own? Yeah, there's there's something to that, too. But you can get like, as I found out, you can get a couple different ISBN numbers for books so that Kindle has theirs and then Ingram Spark has theirs. And then that's the one that stores can order from. OK, so, so here's a real question for us people that don't read. <laughs> um, I just listened to a book. What's a monarch? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jason. I knew it was something in that kind of level of like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to live that down. Uh, what's a monarch? I'm dumb. Uh, so we interviewed a guy that wrote a book about his crazy Uber stories and oh, cool. he had it on audible and he read yeah. the whole thing. Is that something that you're going to do too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause he record, he, I mean, you have your own equipment. You can do it right from the house. I mean, it's, I can do it from the house, and you can actually get people for fairly cheap. You What's know, I mean, fairly cheap? Probably two hundred bucks. That's pretty cheap. I was thinking a hundred, but I'd do it. I mean, I'd do it for a hundred. I don't like my voice. So. You would read a whole <laughs> book for a hundred bucks? No, no, no. I mean, I'd pay somebody to read my book. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, but I like, wouldn't... there's a. I think it's called ACX, um, and there's a service there where basically people, kind of like Fiverr or Upwork, yeah, yeah, yeah. and people just specifically are like i read books here's a you know kind of like my samples and you can tell me how you want me to read it and people and they're can try out for you can listen to their bucks. tryouts yeah seems like a lot of work i know for 200 bucks so i now, could be way off on that number too so i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to be like married to that and have people be like this guy doesn't know he doesn't know uh but now <laughs> i think it's cool when when the author reads like 
even there's an author of a book. He has a terrible voice. I won't mention his name. Jason <laughs> and I both listened to the book. His, I don't know his voice grates me a little oh, bit. It didn't bother me. Ah, uh, but but I was like, it's still better with the author. Something about the author reading it well, just it, gives it, it that soul that well, somebody it gives else it doesn't authentic- have. <laughs> if you bring up the moniker again, I'm turning this podcast on. Authenticity. Authenticity. I can't say words. I can't look at you right now. <laughs> say it, Mike. What's the word? Authenticity. Thank you. Mike's one dying. Good job. Oh. oh anyways, I'm gonna turn my mic off now. Yeah. No. I. I wouldn't mind doing it. I guess, but uh, I don't have a background in acting or anything like that. So. Oh yeah, you're right. Your book would need that that acting part of it. It's not like reading a self help book where you're like you don't yeah. need to be like make noises. It's like and- one minute you're 14 years old, the next minute you're almost 40 oh, years old. And yeah, that's true. Bombs falling out of the sky and yeah, because everybody's guy- freaking out and panicking. Yeah, so this guy, I mean, obviously he wrote the book and it, you know, he added his own inflection because it was about him. Yeah, and it's, I mean, well, with that kind of subject matter, it's more or less kind of telling stories yeah, anyway. Just, yeah, yeah. Huh. Sit down. And let me tell you about something. Well, I would. I love it when when people ask me to to read stuff, and I have read stuff even on interviews that didn't have Audible, and I hated every minute of it. But uh, I just fall asleep, y'all. Yeah. Like, yeah. but anyways, <laughs> when this guy said he had an Audible, and I was like, I actually paid for the book because I have an Audible account, so yeah, he yeah, got yeah. paid for it. I didn't even ask for it for free. I'm like, no, nah, I got you. You know, I had two credits, so nice. Um, but yeah, cool. so can I ask what this book is about? All right, let me gather my thoughts here because. I was just on somebody's podcast. So like, so what's your book about? And I was like, uh, yeah, you need, you need like a 60 second elevator yeah. speech. On yeah. It. I need a good elevator. You gotta hook it. So in a version of 1996 that few people remember, main character named Kurt and several of his friends get stuck in a war between people from our near future, you know, our near future who are using technology to travel back in time to escape, um, What's it called? A parasitic fungus that's just basically taking out humanity. And then there's also infighting between different groups. So kind um, of like a COVID. People that have the yeah, kind of. A little <laughs> bit more a little bit more intense yeah. stuff grows out of your head and you oh, oh. explodes and then sends spores all it's actually based I'll get into that in a minute. But anyway, so <laughs> um yeah, these kids get stuck in this uh war between people who are invading their time to try to escape the awful, terrible future. But when they time travel, so say you want to go back to when you were 14 at your age now your consciousness would switch into your 14-year-old body back in that time, and your 14-year-old consciousness would now be in your body. Ooh. Ooh. That'd be very confusing for both. Yeah. Yeah, good luck reading that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a fun one to edit, too, because I had a couple of writers who were like, all right, man, I'm near the end, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, we don't know. Can, can you explain that one better? Like, all right, let me polish this up just a little <laughs> oh, bit. Oh, that's so funny. I'm just so excited that it's fi- it's finally happening. Like since yeah. we met, we you've been working on that book and struggling to find somebody to publish it. And yeah, yeah and I'm happy talking for to it. small publishers that are like, all right, we'll do all the things that I'm about to do for myself in exchange for forty percent of all the royalties. I was like, or forty percent of all the profits. Like forty, uh, that's a little aggressive. Yeah, and already when it goes on Kindle, Kindle's taking like thirty percent or something like that out of. Yeah, sale, and you put so. it on Kindle for what, like. So then you're getting 40% or 60% of your 70% when it's all said and done. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Anyways. Cool. Any, anything else going on? Anything else new in the world of Chris? My podcast, it's called Creative Ops. And I just talk to different kinds of creative people. Um, I just recently interviewed, we were talking about, you know, well, we haven't got into it yet on the show, but 
Um, I stopped smoking cannabis for a while, but then my last person that I interviewed was uh, the owner of the only locally owned and operated cannabis dispensary in Grand Rapids. Okay. So I mean, did he, did you come? Did you go meet him? Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, well, it's the place is Farmhouse Wellness, and they've got actually, I don't know if the, everybody knows this, but they've got the house that they is the store, and then they also own the house next door, and that's like the break house. So we did it in there in you know his office, which was more or less like a living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's cool. So you probably smoked after that one, right? No. Oh, good for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Didn't didn't smoke before, during, or after. And you know, it's funny. I stopped too because well, I go in spurts. I'll go six months without it, and then I start again. Yeah. But then I was uh, randomly gonna take a job with the USPS, the Postal Service. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. You kind of know. In the winter, I get jittery. Like I was like, I, I don't know. I should I find a full time job that I work all year round? So I applied. Especially you, because you're working like doing physical stuff too. So when you yeah. just you're not getting all that physical yeah. activity and you're just sitting here with your thoughts like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been better this, this winter because I've been working out a lot. So Dude, I see you running all the time, man. You got the tights now and everything. Oh, the winter tights got to have the winter tights. Yeah, yeah, man. I I've been running past your house. That's kind of my route because I have to run on Ivan rest. Cause a lot of the, like the trails, the Kent trails are covered in snow. I actually just ran today and they're not too bad, but there's a couple spots where you got to. Oh, they're swap. not too bad. I, I actually yeah. appreciate you telling me because I, I, no one, I don't know until there's, you get over yeah, there. Yeah, two, three spots on the whole thing between like, you know, the warehouse and. Okay. Where, but, yeah. That's good to know. But anyway, yeah. so my first route starts by your house and then I head out and I did eight yesterday. Oh, wow. We were training for the Riverbank um, run, which is middle of May or something like that. So. And it's always historically on like the worst weather day of, yeah, of the month, too. Yeah, it's never great. And May should be like, we should be out of that sketch. I mean, there's been snow, sleet. It's been, you know, 80 degrees and <laughs> 30 degrees. So um, I don't know where I was going Okay, you, you had stopped smoking Oh, I'd stopped cannabis. smoking. Yeah, because and then I was like, the freaking Postal Service still tests for cannabis. And you have to, it says you have to be a year away from it. So I wasn't quite a year, but I was just going to go with it. Had been at least two months. I'm like, I know it's out of my system. I'm like, how are they going to check for a year? But so then that through that whole process, I didn't, and then I haven't done it since. But yeah, but I mean, how are they going to? I don't know. Yeah, it's like I've heard allegedly that some people go to uh, the recruiter's office to go into the military, and they're like, "You smoke weed? Yeah. How, have you smoked weed more than three times? Yeah. I no, didn't. you haven't. Oh, okay. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I smoked three minutes ago. <laughs> They're like, you know what? We don't care. Just say you did it and we're good. Well, yeah. if they actually do test for, if the Postal Service does drug test you, I never got that far. I accepted the job. I was going to go in for training. They fingerprinted me. I did the whole nine yards. And Unless they I, test your beard hair, then there's no way out of it. That's true. That's true. Because <laughs> the beard uh, hair is old. It is old. But yeah, they uh, they only want, now, don't get me wrong, y'all. Don't get me wrong. Don't give me hate. They wanted it was nineteen fifty an hour to start. I'm like, okay, that's not bad, but like the median income was like fifty. I'm like, between both my jobs, I make more than that, and then I get all this time off in the winter. I was like, yeah, I decided not to do it. They weren't yeah. happy with me. Oh, because, because you got that far, and then yeah, because out. they were all because I mean, everyone's struggling to get people True. in the door. Yeah. So, anyways, that story really doesn't make a lot of yeah. sense. It's most minutia about it's, weed. So. <laughs> Moving on. And we're not even high. Chris, no, I know. At all. <laughs> One of the things that Jason and I have liked to start to do is in friendships, there's some tension that pops up. 
And we thought it'd be cool. Maybe if you had some grievances that you could air with Jason, you guys could discuss and maybe hash out any tensions. I, I think there was one time I came to record and there was some tension going on between you two. Yeah. And I figure, you know, what a better place than the podcast to air it. Now, well, it's actually good that you're here too, because this involves you a little bit. So, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you're aware. No. Oh. So I'm just throwing it out there as a disclaimer. If you don't want to talk about it or it's too sensitive around whatever it is, I always do. Mike and I kind of have that agreement. If it's airing of the grievances, if it's bad enough, let's talk about it off podcast and yes. then we can. You know, I don't think it's anything that's okay. too terrible. And I mean, you and I, we already settled like pretty much. We already pretty much yeah settled that yeah, first one. We but did. then it kind of like came around again when things that happened on the show and, you know, big changes on the show. And you're just like, I'm not ready to hear that right now. But so it started oh, yeah. with. Um, he was like, hey, man, do you want to run a half marathon with me? And I was like, sure. And then he just kind of ghosted me. And then I was like, hey, you st- we still doing that? And he's like, no, I'm doing it with my other friend now. I'm like, oh. Jason, Gerald. Hey, I, I apologize for that. Yeah, and we got over that. We did. And we got over that one. But I mentioned that again, just kind of like pushing his buttons, not realizing that like he was in a emotionally sensitive spot. And he kind of was like, you know what? Screw you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I basically told him, F off. I don't want you on the show because uh, you kept pushing me and pushing me. And yeah. I was just like, I, you weren't quite getting it. And didn't I sense a voice message? Because my tone probably was not great. Well, I was yeah. just, I thought you would pick up on it. You know, it's always like read the room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was kind of a dick and I, I felt so bad about it. I circled back. I don't know the next day I think I did or maybe that night. I don't know. I felt really bad. Later that day or the next day. But yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Both of us were like, yeah, that was. We both kind of. We're uh, both. We're both effed on that one. So Chris and I kind of struggle because um, Chris. How do, how, no, I don't I'm a loosey goosey creative weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> so like everyone knows artists are like that. And and. It's not the weirdo part. It's just you're just kind of aloof, let's say. And and there's sure. nothing wrong with that. That's why you're so good at what you do. Um, that's why I can't say authenticity. <laughs> you said it. I think be- High five. I think it's because I get nervous. And then when I try to say it, but I didn't there and I said it. <laughs> ah, I'm so happy. But I mean, I am type A. So uh, how did it originally? I feel like we need to set it up a little bit better. How did- Do you remember how originally like um, why I... It was something before the Riverbank run, though. There was something that, yeah, and we went out and we talked about it. We got tacos and we talked about it and we, yeah. were, we were cool again. Um, well, actually, I think that might have been when we squashed that whole thing. When Could we were be. like, okay, you know what, man? Yeah, you know. Well, basically, Chris doesn't like to bug people. That's part of it. And so, he yeah, would- I was I was a very hyperactive kid and I've heard a lot of people, you're really annoying. So Dude, part of me is like, you know, no. what? I'm just not going to bring things up and I'm just going to be like, you know what? They said it one time. I'm not going to bug them. That's trauma because like my sister's the same way. She's got an e- eating disorder because of that, because they said you're annoying. You're too loud. And she always tried to get small and it turned into a freaking eating disorder at 40 mm. some odd still dealing with it. So, yeah, so Chris would not remind me of stuff and I would forget. And it's my fault for not writing it down. And so anyways, so we've kind of worked on that and uh, hopefully it'll get better. I know I haven't been the best friend. And well, no, you've been fine, man. Like everybody's got their shit, too. Like I we don't talk a lot about your shit, your personal stuff, but I've listened to the show and I've heard a lot of it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> This guy has really got it together for where he's come from. So yeah. I, I'm going to give him some leeway on, you know, getting mad when I am pushing his buttons to be like, <laughs> hey, well, buddy. honestly, in that moment, it was because of the Ben thing. Yeah. I've oh, been working to- really no, I hard it. to know that sure. like, oh, Chris is just 
I think he's messing around. I don't know. I but you caught me at like the worst time <laughs> I've had in like a year, yeah, <laughs> or if not more. So, um, but no, uh, yeah, I just uh, I feel bad for for what happened, not just then, but just in general, not be- being the best friend. Uh, and you don't call me out on it, and I wish you would. And again, that's <laughs> the same thing, right? Like, all right, I'll call you on it right now. When I say, "Hey, man, let's hang out sometime," you got to be like, "Not right now, but how about this day?" Okay. Ooh. We need to set dates. Yeah, I, I I love hanging out. Like I love, but just like every just, time I every time though I get it, and he's like, oh dude, you know I just I just want to relax right now. But he, yeah. but no, but he'll be like randomly, he'll be like, hey, hey you want to go for a walk in twenty minutes? Okay, that doesn't work for Jason. <laughs> yeah. Jason okay. likes to plan stuff, so I should say no. But let's do this at another date. Yeah, and I and you. and you, Chris, don't want to push it back because he said no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then instead I'll just be sitting there going like, "You'll sulk." Is he gonna say no every time? Is this just his way of like pushing me away? Am I just being annoying again? No, Ooh. no, you're not. You're not annoying. So, so, so Jason. Well, most learned. of the time, I know that I am for sure. Well, sometimes. we all are. Yeah, you're. I do annoying. it. I do it on purpose sometimes. <laughs> you're annoying. I'm an asshole, and he's a dick. So <laughs> that's true. The trio. The unholy triumvirate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's a trio called? A troll. A troll. Yeah. All right. The troll, bring it. We'll have a troll to the death at the end of this. So, are there any other grievances like hanging out here? I'm just uh, looking. No, Mike's I, I, trying I to cause. Trouble. I know. I'm trying to cause some more. Like, I don't radio. think so. I mean, that was just a general. Yeah. I mean, but it's good though, right? You guys are learning. Like, again, to you, Jason, you're like, no, not right now, and thinking well, it's me, not a big deal. What happened with the riverbank thing is when I quote unquote ghosted him. I'm like, honestly, I was like, he's aloof. He he's probably not training. He's not doing it. And you weren't. That was true. But I had asked him a couple times if he wanted to run with me. And he was like, no. Well, Jason doesn't run with people. So, so yeah, I know so he explained in, it to me. He's so like, it's not you, man. It's me. Before it, it really is because I, I can't run with people like I just can't. I don't know what it is. That's your time. And, yeah. And we don't run together either. Nope. Even if we were at the same pace, I don't think we yeah. would. I yeah. I don't know. Something about running, like like when uh when when we rock, I'm fine with somebody. But like yes. but running, something about running, I don't want anyone around. Like I thought oh, about you said ju- ruck. I thought at first you said rock, like rocking. Like you get together and you jam out or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got all excited, didn't <laughs> you? Like, yeah, we did. Are you but, a musician? <laughs> but then like even in Holland, there's a running club. I thought about joining it, but I'm like, I think I would just get pissed off that somebody was just there with me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> somehow running is just a solo thing. I to wouldn't me. mind it if it was like a super slow pace and there was no like I'm so goal oriented. I'm like, this is a training run. We mm. do nothing else but this training run. Like yeah. for me to go out just for a run, it seems insane. And maybe that I could <laughs> yeah. do a run with you when yeah. there's no goal in mind. Like I need to focus on this, this, this like recovery run. Yeah, next time you do your first recovery run, we can go. Well, see, the recovery runs are still focused for me because I have a tendency to go too fast. So I mentally have to say, slow down, Jason. Slow down. No, I mean your first recovery run, like next time you finish an event and you're like, I need to get out and do like an easy two miles. Gotcha. Okay. There you go. We can do easy, quick two miles. Easy, quick. Well, I mean, two miles when compared to doing like 10 to 15 or however many you've been running, two is nothing. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, too easy. There, there's something true about that. Like yeah. at a slow pace, at like ten, ten, like ten minutes a mile for you. But that no slow. I need to be in the elevens. Okay, so eleven minutes a mile. Yeah, call up Chris. All right, boom. We solved world peace right there. <laughs> they should call us into. Never mind. Not gonna go there. Don't. It's not funny. Anyways, um, so Chris, you had mentioned, and and I'm interested in this because I work at a church. Yeah. Um, Jason, I just mentioned. So again, you're gonna have to tell me and our listeners like. Yeah. About family and Christians and 
you and your wife coming out and saying, you know, we aren't Christians and then shunning you. Yeah. Can you, can you talk about this? Because I and, find this interesting. And before that, he hasn't really talked a lot about this. I mean, I I think the rocky part of our relationship is when I tried to take him to church and he just did not like that. Ooh. You remember that? I didn't mind going to church. But okay, what, <laughs> what happened sounded like really bad and it sounded like I was being a huge <laughs> asshole. But I was just trying to get my wife to, okay, they passed around the collection basket. And then when it comes to us, my wife starts reading and I go, no, don't put any money in there. And like Jason and Megan are like, dick <laughs> no no that did not happen in fact i hate the passing of the plate and the church we go to now doesn't do it but i but i said it like an because i was just kind of surprised that she was doing it because like we're visitors you don't know you come it, to visit someplace yeah. i don't think they expect you correct to do no that. correct 100 so and i was just kind of doing like i was kind of being like hey, hey but it was like right there and she was like I was like, what are you doing? Don't give him any money. I actually don't remember that happening live. <laughs> okay. He told me about it later. Oh, you don't even remember no. that? Oh, good. Because I th- I thought for sure the way I said it, I was instantly like, ooh, that didn't sound good. <laughs> no, no. I was probably, dude, you've heard all my, you've heard a lot of my shows. I was so anxious at for Sundays. I probably d- was in my own head anxious about shit at the time. Yeah. So I didn't even notice. But I just wanted to mention that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hate the passing of the play, dude. I totally agree with you. And Alive does not do that. And I love it one, and yeah. I, and one, I, one of the things since COVID, a lot of churches now just do like boxes in the back like yeah. ours does too now we don't yeah, pass it and we don't do that seemed like that i don't know maybe maybe they're worried people wouldn't give if you didn't see, have like they the all do into and, and that you had to make that jump is very scary to a church to go to that but our church started that from the beginning and everyone still gives the normal way because yeah, i always thought yeah just have a box and uh, i do it online I don't, it's automatic and, i don't yeah. even have to do anything or yeah. yeah now in the age of just venmo the church yeah but right. yeah if you guys want to know staff meetings of church when we went to those boxes we had a lot of meetings about those boxes i'm sure you did and how we would do that and it is quite the ordeal so no oh, yeah. changing anything i'm sure is there's yeah. meetings like, upon it's like meetings. government lots of bureaucracy and well there's just meetings of, well what was this person gonna think how we're gonna do this so anyways yeah let's put a committee together to figure out how we might do that yes let's put a committee together to figure out the committee there we go <laughs> all right so tell us about the the whole shunning and you don't have to tell me why you don't want religion that that doesn't we don't care okay yeah I mean, and I, i'm not i'm not against religion well, it just doesn't for me it doesn't doesn't bring me that sense of like peace and like ah this is this is it for me but i totally get it when people are like hey man this this means everything to me it it makes my life a lot better i'm like great great but then i if that person's like are you christian i'm like no oh well i don't think we can be friends are you interested in becoming christian like uh, you know so yeah but no as far as like with the with some of my in-laws some of them are cool some of them are really not um, there was, you know, hey, how come you're not going to church? You should be going to church. You should go to church. And then finally, my wife was like, you know, we just, you know, we're we're into the the ideas, but we just the 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 foundations and the the. <laughs> my dad, we, we grew up Catholic, and he went to a Catholic school, and he kind of lost the faith a long time ago. He's like the Christian voodoo part of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's what he called it. I was like, I don't know, but um, I don't know. I just I'm for somebody who writes fiction. I, I, I should be able to suspend my no, not dude, disbelief, but you don't you don't have to prove anything. Yeah, that's the thing. Like yeah. it, it's all good. Like in, in a Christian that's a, a legit Christian should be like, hey, I really wish you would, but I get it, man. Yeah. I get well, it. Well, and some of them just you know when we come over, they'll like start playing Christian music and start talking about Christian ah! things. Or you know we've had someone just like, why can't you just do this? Why can't what? you just believe it? I'm like, somebody said that to you. Yeah. 
So has were you and your wife always open with her family, or did it kind of like grow as like you were just longer? You're just no, like, it you just know, grew this more. Is, this is this is in the last who, couple who of years. Okay. Yeah, because she grew up, you know, in a faith based home, went to private schools, and pretty much was like, yeah, and then kind of got out of West Michigan for a couple of years and was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> I, I don't have this constant like reminder being like, this is what we do. This yeah, is yeah. what we do. This yeah. is what we do. Kind of just thought about it. And I was like, I don't know if this is for me. And then you guys kind of maybe not hit it, but did you guys just not tell her family? Cause you knew it would be, we just, yeah, the, we just avoid the awkward. Like, How, do you guys, you guys going to church? We're like, uh, thinking about really, it. not really. Yeah. We also had some friends that grew up in a, you know, the heavy CRC background. Yeah. And uh, we kind of told them like, hey, you know, we're kind of backing away from from all of that. But, you know, we don't think less of people that believe. We hope you don't think less of us. And they're just kind of like, yeah, I think maybe we're just not going to, you know, like expose our kids to you guys. Like, and, like, like people actually yeah, said that out how, loud. How did that conversation come up? Like, I'm curious. Like, how did you say that? Actually, it, it came up too because they, they also didn't like that. I'm pretty open with people that they're like, hey, do you drink? I'm like, no, I don't drink, but I smoke cannabis sometimes. And they're like, well, that's a lot of people are like that. But I think I talked about it on my podcast one time and uh, they're like, hey, you should be more. Oh, those people said that? Even even though they allegedly use it, too. But they, you know, don't want people to know and have people think, oh, well, you know, we, we don't want our kids hanging out with their kids. And so. So the religion is more detrimental to their kids you being non-religious than the cannabis is that's what i'm hearing yeah i think the i think the cannabis thing opened up the conversation but then it was that on top of also not having the, the same beliefs it was like well that's just too much really and, yeah. and like and they actually said those words yeah I, we've had a couple of people tell us just straight up like you know you're not you're gonna go to hell uh <laughs> kind of you know more or less just kind of like wringing their hands what's wrong with you why can't you and then and then shunning and saying yeah we're not gonna hang out yeah and then so frustrated not getting that. invited to, to things or being communicated to through other people instead of just being called directly or messaged directly oh man well, i'm ticked the, you don't need them anyways i mean yeah. clearly I mean, they're losers well you know that's the thing though is like they're family they're they're well, good people but they just have different. an idea about religion that is kind of that's why I was asking you earlier about. Z- I thought you were saying xenophobic. Oh, okay. Instead of cyanophobic. Yeah. Xenophobic is you know just the fear of people who are different, and I don't know within that within that group of you know a much bigger church, there's just kind of seems to be this attitude of like, uh, if they're not Christians, convert them. If you can't convert them, don't waste your time. See, and Jason and I have talked a little bit, and and like it just that just ticks me off because like the way of Jesus, the way like. Again, I read Who dined scripture. with the sinners and yeah, why why are you eating with those people? Yeah, like, but, these people already believe. Yeah, he'd <laughs> yeah. he'd be he'd, he'd he'd be hanging out with 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 the drunkens and the and the gluttons and but he just hung out with people and he's calls like as Jason are talking about like the fruit of the spears, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self control. I probably missed one in there's, there. There's a song about it too. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. There's joy, a whole song. Peace, patience, love, self control. But I mean this this whole idea, and I'm like, but those. Those people aren't showing that to you. They aren't living that way. Like I think gr- Christians should be the most gracious, open door people, and and I understand we aren't. I hope so. And a lot of people are too. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing is like when we've talked before, I felt like I was putting off a like a kind of like just shitting on Christianity as a whole. And I don't mean to ever do that because well, it's shitty a lot of times. 
I mean, I mean, I haven't been to about, church in two years. You can so. say that about a lot of things, though, too. You know, there's some people that only want to hang out with people that are the same race. Some people that only want to hang out with people that have the same political ideas. Some people that only want to hang out with people that have the same church uh, affiliations, religious affiliations. But in some of those areas, I get. Like, I don't get. And again, I think this is part of a huge process for me. So you're going to just get my unfiltered with this. Of, yeah, I'm really interested. To I, I, I your, understand why, like, if you have this. Um, if you're leaning right and you only want to hang out with people who who are leaning right, but like Christians, like literally, we are built on. And the first Christians were the most hospitable people in the Roman world. Like no. that is why they grew, is because they were the ones there. And now we've gotten two thousand years away, and we have people like, yeah, I don't want to hang out with you because 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 you don't go to church. And it's like what in the crap? Like the I think the early Christians would have called them out and been like, yo, this is not this is not the way of Jesus. Like yeah. Like what? Are, what are you doing? And they might actually have excluded them, been like, "You are like doing this falsely." Anyways, it just. But here's the problem: everyone's like that. So how do you break it? It's like you talk about the offering, like how hard it was to yeah. change that. If if everyone in the the Hudsonville or Granville or Jenison area is like that, how do you break that? One person at a yeah, time. Yeah, one person at a time. Yeah, or the people just Again, leave and go form their own church. Or well, we talked church. about that. The church, church of Jason of Mike, and Mike, watch out, world. I don't, yep. I'm not speaking on behalf of all CRC churches, but I know some of, of the ones that I've seen that are like, you know, kind of more traditional older services. It seems like you don't see a lot of young people in those anymore. They're fleeing for the big non denominational churches or. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But man, what a. Yeah. When, when Jason said that, I was like, that sucks. That sucks. And so I'm sorry that's happened to you. Yeah. Because that's. That's I feel not the way of Jesus. Well, I feel worse for my wife because, you know, it's, it's, it's not my family parents, that's yeah. like rejecting me in any way. So it's kind of like, well, that sucks. But, you know, at least it's not <laughs> at least it's not my family. But for my wife, yeah, that's. Yeah. Have you ever thought about setting up a boundary of, you know, hey. Oh, yeah, we, we have. Want, we've OK, so we want to come over. But if we talk about Christianity and, and that, we're going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we've had to do that. Come like, listen, we're, we're not we want, doing this. Yeah. We're, we'll. Other than that part of it, are they okay to hang out with? They seem to be. Yeah, for I the mean, most in part, general, like yeah, nobody's just like downright mean, but you can tell that it's anywhere from like pity to disappointment uh, to yeah, okay, even I maybe just a little upset, there. even you know. Well, and then especially if it's like this underhanded, hey, let's let's uh, start our playlist that we had set up for tonight. That's weird. Or our kids, or kids will get Christian like books and stuff from from family, and it's like. What it sounds like is you need to take a shit on them on video and send it to them. <laughs> <laughs> or be like Jason and set up some really strong boundaries, though, right? And that's yeah. some stuff like, no, we aren't going to do that. And that's something I need to do just in general, I think, is set more boundaries. Be like, I don't like the way that this is going right now. Instead of just being like, I think we might leave soon. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, when we, when, and my, now our boundary was hard. We basically said, we're not seeing you ever again. Yeah. yeah and that's I, tough. That's yeah. super hard. But man, it was such a relief to be like, I don't need your toxicity anymore because you feel obligated because it's your family and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's tough to do. It's super hard to do. But once you do it, it's awesome. Yeah. So, well, I feel like I've left. Not a lot, but a few <clears throat> relationships kind of kind of let them go, if not had a direct like this is over kind of a kind of a moment. But uh, especially since I started podcasting, which thanks for, you know, dude, I'm really I'm, pushing me into it. I'm hard so and, happy for you because I feel like that's such a you finally I mean, not that writing a book is hard. Right. And look at the process yeah. you've gone through. But like this is an outlet for you to be creative. Like all of a sudden you're passionate about something going on. You're like, you know what? 
I'm recording a show. Like mm-hmm. I got to get this out to the people. And so I can I'm make pr- my stupid little 30 second songs and yeah, put them on the show. You're having fun with yeah. it. And I, I'm, I'm proud of you for keep going. Like a lot of people pod fade. And I honestly <laughs> thought you were gonna, I, honestly, I thought I was, I thought I might too for, for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I like how you've rolled with it. You know, if, if, uh, if you take a month off, you take a month off. Like it's totally fine. Yeah. And, but it, I think it's a great outlet for you, especially yeah. when you're like. But I've made a ton of friends too. Like, dude, the, yes. one of the authors in Maine that I interviewed, his name is Joshua Marcella, very talented writer. If anyone's interested, we, like I said, we talk probably once a week or so. I've got uh, a friend in Grand Rapids that I interviewed on the show now that we hang out probably at least once, sometimes twice a week. Nice. And so, you yeah, know, the I've, connections are I've, incredible. Uh, yeah. I've, I've met a lot of people who are creative and we, you know, just kind of feed on each other's vibes and some relationships that were questionable or just, you know, were there because they'd been there for a while started to kind of move away. Yeah. Well, thanks for keeping me. I know I'm a pain in the ass, so he did not, he did not boundary you out yet. Well, yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, um, cause you're, you're a lot like me when you're, when your temper goes, you know, almost immediately that it's like, that wasn't good. Oh, <laughs> One thing I've learned of fucking oh, he said it earlier. He said it earlier. Fucking <laughs> up a lot is I fucked up a lot, so I had to learn how to correct. Now, and I don't circle back just because I'm like, oh, sorry. You know what I mean? Like I genuinely mean it. I won't say it if I don't mean it. I'm like, I am so sorry. Yeah, no, you deserve that. I I stand by it. No, yeah. no, you just won't hear from me, and it, it doesn't happen very often because usually it's my fault. Yeah. So I've really tried to focus on the repair, the circle back and repair. Um, yeah, no, I I very much value this friendship. So I, okay, it will it would take more than just a man. I'm having a bad day. Go f yourself. You know, which to, that's to the just... first time I think I've ever said that to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we're doing pretty good after like four or five years. So something that that you've said that that sticks out to me is because I think I tend to be this way too. Is with boundaries instead of just setting them, I'll just kind of like slowly pull away. Yeah. How come? Like even as you've reflected, why why is it so hard to set those boundaries? With people and be like, you know, actually, this is the way that you have to treat me because I'm worth probably the same thing that comes from like not wanting to push people on things because I'm that fear of being annoying. I'm sure it's all, you know, just trying to like kind of stay, stay small, stay in your lane and then, you know, look for the look for the exits when you can. Well, yeah. honestly, that brings up a good point. Um, you know, Mike, as as how to, how the hell do you find a good therapist? And I know. You're not currently going, but yeah, recently in the last I, year, I kind of want to try cognitive behavioral therapy just to like move because the whole thing that I was talking to about the other guy was like, um, well, how my past experiences being like very, very, very bad in school uh, affects my you know self image now and the things that I'm trying to do, and I feel like we pretty quickly kind of like we're like okay, you know, that's obviously not the thing, so we can move past that. But now I want to try to like maximize the way that I think, the way that I operate, because I usually only, you know, do the podcast, do the writing and blogging, whatever else between like 10 o'clock in the morning and two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> four to five days a week. So I got to try to be as productive as possible, which is part of the not smoking as much, uh, well, stopping for a couple of weeks on the weed, um, just because Anytime I smoked during the day at all, all of a sudden everything just like slowed down. I wasn't nearly as productive. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm not even done with the first thing I was going to do today. And it's time to be like getting ready to get kids back in the house. Yeah. So what you said you want to try CBD or CBD. No. (laughs) CBT. CBT. What is what therapist did you go? Cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. But what did you go Um, to before? I thought that was like the standard, the CBT. It's common. It's very common. I, I think it was just like normal, like 
talk psychoanalytical hmm. therapy. Interesting. But yeah, we didn't we didn't really focus a whole lot on the what you can do as well. But then again, writing blogs for threads, he started going down the list of like things that I can do like to de-stress and focus. And I was like, oh yeah, I wrote a blog about that. And he's like, oh, okay, so you know about that. Have you tried this? And I'm like, yeah, I wrote a blog about that too. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I know what to do, sir. Yeah. I just not doing it. Yep. But it made me think about the therapist question is just you having that trying to be small and not trying to bother people like that shit. You got to work through because that yeah, will make yeah. your life so much better, Yeah, which I believe is not CBT, though, because I think they stay at what are the tools you can do? That's that's my understanding. Could of, be. Of I don't CBT. know. I feel a lot better about just the things that I'm doing just because, you know, the by the virtue of the podcast that I have, I've built a really big connection of creative people who are very encouraging whether they're writers or podcasters or something else they're just very 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 encouraging and you know i didn't have that before because before it was yeah. you know all yeah, the people that i hung out with were like in management and that's you know such I mean? a good good point so yeah. so you you feel like it, your mental health has gotten better because of just being able to connect with more people yeah. Well, That's I mean, cool. I'd, I'd, I'd said before I started the podcast to my wife, I was like, I just wish I knew more creative people that <laughs> now you're I could, not like, you know, that I could go and talk to and call up and be like, hey, I'm doing this thing, but it's not working out. What do you think? And now I have that. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So so with a therapist, I Jason, how did how did you find your your therapist? When, That's when actually you, a really good question. We've been together for like four kind of, Well, it was kind of like dating, right? You went like one I didn't like, one you didn't like. I, think, then, I, I really do think that's what it was, but I'm sure I got a referral somewhere. Okay. But uh, yeah, I I said we'd been together because like we haven't broke up yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's been probably four or five years with her. Like, I mean, she I went through with her. That's your second longest relationship probably, right? <laughs> yeah. <it> <laughs> he just pays her. Right. Yeah. Um, no, she, uh, I went through for her not being able to have kids and struggling to now she has a two year old daughter and oh, wow. like it worked. And so like, I've been through a lot of stuff, uh, with her, but I, I think honestly, there's really no, I would say get a referral first yeah. from f some of your friends, but that can always not be great either. Cause you know, you and I aren't alike. So someone that I might like, you may be like, yeah, this isn't for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if someone's like, hey, we got five more minutes to talk. You'd be like, nope, our time is over. We got to go. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so I would say go for a referral first from one of your friends, yeah. which yeah. is but it's better than going like and doing yeah. that. But that's really the only way. And then trial by error. Yeah. I think yeah. for me, it was because it was more of, of an acute thing happened. And the pastor at the time of my church had kind of gone through an acute thing. And he is like, hey, this person was awesome. So I'd recommend this person. Somebody else had told me this other person. So there's there's a couple I'd encourage you to call them. So that's how it took for me with somebody else. And then trying to see if like I actually liked the person and, and could talk to the person. And I think yeah. people don't want to do therapy is because it would be hard to try someone out, do like six sessions, tell them your life story. And then you're like, never mind. This isn't yeah. working out. And then go do it again. Oh. So some people either stay with a therapist that doesn't work, spending all this money and time. Yeah. Or... Just say, you know what? I'm not trying again, and then don't go back. Yeah. So, so why you went for recently in the last year, right? Yeah, yeah, when the weather was still kind of warm. Yeah. Okay, and then decided to stop or? Well, like I said, I just kind of feel like what I needed wasn't in line with like the direct treatment that I was getting, and I got some benefit out of it because, you know, we talked about it, Yeah. and I was like, yeah, I was in tears talking to this guy the first time, but then a couple times into it, it was just kind of like. Well, what are you looking for? I think well, it's, I that's think, a hard thing to answer. By yeah, the way. I think cognitive behavioral therapy, because at this point, I really just want to be like 
not on Adderall or any ADD thing, but still be like as efficient with the way that I work. But I don't know if that's I mean? possible because that's a mental decision. Not with that attitude. <laughs> no, I'm serious because like I, I'm taking two anti-anxiety, I guess they would be called medicines and i've felt so much better and i'm like i don't know if i want to get off them like i feel yeah. like i'm feeling better and i i know adderall's rough yeah I, I took it when i was in college you know prescription i wasn't like buying right, right. the guy in the sure. back row yeah um but uh yeah and i took it and i was like wow this is great i'm getting so much stuff done and then when i was like i think i'm gonna back off now that i'm not on the intense college schedule yeah. anymore and I started feeling like I can't do anything now. Yeah. I can't do it. And I've heard a lot of people say that that's really common. So I just didn't want to get stuck in that cycle of being like, I need this drug. But you so, know? but you are on it now, though. Nope. Oh, I thought you said you were on it. I was oh, on I was it when saying. I was. Are you on any ADD meds? Nope. Not since I and I graduated like when I was 28 okay. or 29 from college. So too, you're so. looking to get back but, on some of those meds. I don't think so. I want to oh, get okay. I just want to get as close to that like maximum efficiency of just like oh okay. but okay I'm so gonna i work was, on this i'm gonna work on this i'm not gonna get sorry. distracted and get caught up doing that but then that goes back to my same thing add and all that stuff that is a mental thing like there's there's a chemical imbalance there that you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i guess i wouldn't be anti-med about it i don't want to be anti-med about it i mean i still get stuff done now i just want to be more tuned up but it's tough for creative people to to be that way so because because true I, i'm in this battle because i still haven't gone for looking with this with medicine but i feel like a lot of my adulthood is the uh the um add but i'm i'm afraid of the medicine messing with with how being creative because again yeah. i think my creativity is like oh there's there's this idea and this idea and this idea and they somehow mash together and i'm afraid i'll lose that yeah but, i didn't feel like i lost it i just felt like once i had an idea in my head it, it was getting stayed done. there unless I was there. like, I'm done with this idea now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Because yeah. so, so as a it, neurodivergent person, uh, which, you know, ADD or a couple other ones too, I think I'll qualify as neurodivergent. Your brain doesn't work linear in a linear fashion. I'll just switch words. There you go. Um, <laughs> Authenticity. In, instead of thinking like one thought all the way through, you'll start thinking and then you'll go, oh, that's kind of like this. Oh, that's kind of like this. Okay. Maybe we could get to this and try that back in here instead of Wait, so okay, so I have to ask this question. ABC. <laughs> For you, when he's saying like the off, is that like oh that is or or are or are you able to think in a straight line? See, he actually when he describes it, I feel like I'm going off. I'm so off the way, but 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 with Natalie, so that's my wife, she says like she can just think through a project all the way through. I'm like, what the hell is yeah. that like? I, when you I have a really hard time just being like, I'm not getting up from here until this is done. I'm, it, like, it, well, it I'm goes, gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna try. When you describe, that's what the meds did. I was that was the first time I ever heard it. I'm like, huh? Yeah. I mean, I know it keeps you on task, but I never thought about like, oh, so you're not bouncing like this. You can you're make the going, choice, yeah. right? Yeah. But I didn't feel like it made me less creative. I wrote a lot of what I thought was pretty good writing on it when i was in school you know as an english major huh. okay so well, maybe it well. actually helped you be more creative because you could stay on the topic of that you're on i would say more creative but definitely got more work done Focus creative. yeah yeah okay what is i'm i'm not peer pressuring you to take meds but what would it be like <laughs> just to trial it out um if it was something besides adderall specifically because adderall yes. has a pretty high percentage of people that actually develop a mental illness as a direct result of taking the yes adderall. adderall is hardcore yeah i mean i mean it's basically amphetamines yes legal amphetamines yeah yeah Ooh, i wouldn't recommend well, that. And, and there's like but there's other ones too like i don't think ritalin is no an amphetamine. i don't even think is 
do they even do Ritalin anymore? Yeah, it's oh, just really? not as highly prescribed. Okay, and and there's other ones that are not as crazy. Or maybe at... you go to yeah, because there's an amphetamine class and then a non-amphetamine class. Yeah. Maybe you go get some skills, not a therapist per se, but someone mm-hmm. that can give you some skills that deal with ADD without the meds and see if that works. Well, right? yeah, that's that kind of can help you realize like, oh, my brain is doing this thing now. This is how I can bring it Keep back it on track. instead of being like, I just need to go for a walk and think about this other thing. For uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see, for me, it has I? I mean, this is we're getting way off, but for me, it has been a list. It's not just write like write a chapter of a book. It'd be like write the first paragraph and like a checklist of like <laughs> yeah. so that my brain constantly is brought back to the little steps because I find out like I can't just do one big checklist. Like I have to do like small little parts of each task because always my brain is mm-hmm. like. Well, I was going to say he's kind of reorganized uh, the podcast and he what he does for is, the folders. Yeah, for the folders in the drive. And he's got this huge checklist. And to me, that seems like you're not all over the place you're like look at how no, no, but, but the is. reason why i do that is because otherwise i would start 50 different things yeah. and I, never finish any of them yeah. <laughs> yeah no i start 50 i finish four yeah i finish at least some of them yeah the, so the podcast gets up on friday but all the other shit probably yeah. doesn't get done so so i think um this kind of goes into you mentioned a couple times like you you stopped weed for a bit and i feel like with with you know all the different things like how has that played into it what what exactly made you decide to stop um, for a little bit? Well, and the alcohol, too. I, and so well, I, the alcohol I want... was kind of just I hadn't drank in a while. Like, I think I might have drank on Thanksgiving Day at a family thing and just was like, I don't like drinking at family things because I always end up just drinking more than I should because I feel like kind of weird and out of place. Yeah, and... Families. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, that's why like, I want to just not drink. And when we're like, I don't like this anymore, we'll leave. And that's what we've been doing now. Yeah, because I want to I did I wanted to have a drink with you if you were, but then I was like, I don't know, because you didn't quite out come say that you had a problem with it. So I was like, that's why I opted not to. But yeah. that's why I wanted to you know, it's it's probably good for for and maybe you've talked about it on your show to clarify. Yeah, I don't really I don't know. I mean I mean if you think you do define a problem. Well, like no, I, I I was like, I don't think I'm gonna drink anymore and I haven't drank anything in the Well that's been not since. a problem because if you it was a problem you would have issues yeah and i've had and i've been a couple places where i was like maybe i'll get a glass of wine nah and it you know just as fast as the idea comes i'm like "Eh, nah. so so for the alcohol was it more of you just realized you were using it in those like yeah like awkward family times just yeah yeah not feel it having having maybe too too many drinks in places where i was just like i don't like the where i am right now so i'll just i'll just drink until i don't care anymore exactly it works um but yeah, when I drink, I don't sleep at all that night. I feel oh. like garbage the next day. Yep. So I was just like, I'm just going to see how I feel if I don't drink for, and I think originally I was going to say, I'm not going to drink for the rest of the year. So all basically right. just December. And then after December, I was like, I really don't so feel what, like having one anymore. So what about the cannabis then? Because you, I mean, that was. Well, that one, that one was too. I was like, okay, you know, if I'm doing this at all during the week, whenever I've two to three hours after you use it. You just are like kind of walking through cement, wet cement. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Like I don't, I don't think that it necessarily stops my ability to do the creative stuff that I do, but I definitely do it slower. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be like, "Ooh, this is a good idea," and then look back <laughs> at it later, and be like, eh, "It wasn't that good of an idea." <laughs> so, yeah. um, and I actually did a podcast episode, a solo episode about whether or not cannabis makes you more creative. And my conclusion, spoiler alert, was that. It can make you more creative, but using it 
and then trying to be creative isn't optimal. Okay. Ooh. So it so basically you're saying it, it spontaneously can make you creative, but if you smoke it and then say, "Hey, I got to go be creative." It well, doesn't... one of one of the studies that I looked at said that people who smoke cannabis are typically just more open to try new things. Yeah. So you know you can make you can argue there's a link or there's not, but um, that's interesting. You brought it up though. You said it 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 can make you more creative, but you found when you smoke it and then try to go, okay, I need to be creative. I need to write part of my book or, or podcast. You're like, yeah, that doesn't. It'll happen real slow, or it's just doesn't feel like the ideas are coming out fully formed so i was like you know what? i'm just gonna take as much time however long it was a couple weeks i don't really know um and not do it at all and just see what happens see if i feel more clear-headed see if i get more done see if it's easier to not snack you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and the answer was pretty much yes to all those things <laughs> so 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 with mental health we've talked about mental health do you think weed and alcohol were helping or hurting your mental health for 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 you I'm sure that alcohol doesn't help me at all. Like, I'm not trying to tell people you're bad if you drink and you shouldn't. No. But, uh, I mean, alcohol, like, by definition, is basically poison to your body yeah, yeah, in yeah. any there's, amount. There's no benefit to me. I mean, they'd say, oh, a glass of wine a day, but, 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 yeah, screw off. Like, <laughs> there ain't nothing good in yeah. the alcohol at all. Yeah, so just on that alone, I was like, eh, I'm, I'm good. You know, that, yeah. that that can't be good for my... My body or my mind in in any capacity it <laughs> to, might... to a poison pour down your. Throat. I mean, yeah. it's fun as hell when you're partying, though, man. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. <laughs> couple but week- I had always been more like I'd rather smoke a joint out back with a couple people and then just chill at the party than sit there and drink at the party. Oh, see, yeah. I was I'm a big drinker. Yeah, like, yeah. Which has made me popular though because they're like, hey, he hasn't been drinking. Let's he, he's driving. <laughs> yeah, I'm high as that AF, <laughs> but yeah, okay, we'll get there, but it'll be real slow. Yeah. <laughs> So he has to give me directions the entire way too, because woo. So obviously the alcohol wasn't good for your mental health, but what about the cannabis? Because that's been linked to a lot of anxiety, PTSD, that kind of stuff, especially for veterans. Well, yeah, um, I think it's that can be like anything that has a medicinal use to it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do it too much, <laughs> then just like the water we talked about, just if like yeah, do, if you drink too much water, it can kill you. It'll kill you. Um, but I. I got a medical card because I had a recurring injury that in my ankle and I get lots of just everything from my ankle to my knee and now my hip's not that great either. And I got a little bit of muscle loss around the knee. So um, I was having a lot of inflammation and a lot of pain and the whole time I was in the military and a lot of time afterwards, I was just taking ibuprofen like crazy oh, and yeah. putting ice on stuff after like you know any kind of just slight exercise. And I had heard somebody say, you know, cannabis is actually a really good anti-inflammatory as yeah. well and also helps with pain. So I was like, oh, I'll try some of that before I run instead of, you know, <laughs> either sometimes I would pre-pop an ibuprofen right before I ran. Oh, oh. yeah, I may have just, done that at my last half marathon. <laughs> Don't you remember? No. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, because because I headache? forgot it. No. Oh, is it, was it oh, a headache? Or is it your... Uh, I think it was my IT band. IT Natalie band. had to give me water yeah. and meds. Oh, I, 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 I thought it was a headache, but that makes more sense. That was your IT band. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't overly paying attention to you. Yeah. Before obviously. The I mean, the half marathon. <laughs> obviously. Was, was worried about not dying. But anyways, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, no, but I found that, you know, if I uh, smoked before I went for a long run, I wouldn't get that inflammation and I could still, you know, ice afterwards. But then, you know, I'm like, wow, I don't go through a bottle of ibuprofen a month anymore. That's pretty good because that stuff's not great for no. your insides. Yeah. And 
yeah and then it would use it to also you know kind of like take the edge off after a long day or on the weekend or something like that kind of like some people would have a drink because i actually found too through some of the studies i did for it that uh one of the things that cannabis does is it actually stops your brain from producing anxiety hormone okay but if you do that too much then when you stop using it then all that stuff comes in and you're like i don't know how to deal with any of this Ah!" yeah so i was like okay i gotta get off the weed until i don't feel super anxious anymore whenever i'm not you know haven't used it for a day or two so you were to that point where you felt anxious when you didn't smoke if i had gone more than a couple days yeah okay and now are you back using it just for like if you had yeah if i'm like if i'm hanging out with somebody and they're like hey man you want to smoke sure yeah so you're not using it for anxiety control no okay what are you doing for that uh processing my emotions (laughs) (laughs) being healthy he's waiting for what you were going to say processing my emotions talking with people and uh okay yeah, my wife's a really good listener as well, and I've got a, some friends that I talk to who've dealt with various mental health issues, and they're like, yeah, man, give me a call anytime. So cool. so what I'm finding interesting, I don't know if you've heard, I'm sure you have, of the Burning Man conferences that happen out out, out west. Burning Man oh, yeah. Festival? Yeah. yeah. Burning Man. It's yeah. not a conference, Mike. Festival, sorry. It's lots sorry, of drugs. I'm, I'm sure. but, but I mean, but it's so interesting, though. <laughs> conference of, sounds, yeah, way too official for sorry, people yeah. that are half naked I, I and doing acid. Sure. <laughs> but, but I mean, but there's this whole thing of where they're trying to get to the feeling quickly of what, like, meditation will, yes. will, will get you to. So it's interesting, like, as, as somebody who works in a church and it's like, you know, there's spiritual practices that will get you into a flow state or, mm. like, a, just this peaceful feeling, and yet... We're trying to do it with drugs, and Matt, I don't know which one, but it's just interesting too with the weed, though. You're just saying like sometimes that the edge off, and yet a Christian would say try meditation or try. Well, this I think a balance try. of both would be good. Yeah. Like smoking a little weed and then doing some meditation can be yeah. huge. Yeah. Well, yeah, if and I've definitely done that before. Smoked a little bit and then just had some time to myself and been like, why do I feel this way about this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's just so interesting because. You talked about earlier some of your family who's Christians, like drinking drinking alcohol. No one would bat an eye at, right? In no, a church, it's, it's usually there's usually a decent amount of it out at you know the big family yeah. gatherings. And- but again, smoking weed, everyone would bat an eye at. And again, I've never smoked weed, but I'm like smoking weed is way less. It's not poison like alcohol. Yeah. But no one bats an eye at alcohol. Well, it's just because of the stigma. And in, in fifty years, when I we're know. dead, our kids will be like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Yeah. I know. Like, which, they'll I be going to the store. I won't name names because not all my friends smoke pot. But you know, I I could tell you people who were doing pretty well. You know, by by the average socioeconomic markers. Yeah. Um, and they're regular users. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like people that use it regularly yeah. are just you know live in their mom's basement right. until they're forty and exactly. Well, yeah. my my guess is there was there was propaganda back back in the 70s about how it makes you into a stoner and you can't oh do even anything. back before that the reefer madness movie they made in uh like the 40s or 50s and like if you smoke marijuana one time you can go completely insane it's like <laughs> well what about the whole dare kids my uh megan was a dare kid and, oh yeah and, i still and, got and, a dare shirt <laughs> yeah i mean and and it, i think it's important for other drugs but i mean she 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 had to get over that stigma too when i started using like there were some a lot of conversations that went on. And yeah, again, yeah. And again, yeah, I, sure. I understand it when you're talking with kids and their brains are forming. Like, for sure, you kids should probably should be not. careful with that. But like, it's just interesting to me. Like the Christians, again, 
I haven't smoked weed, but like let's 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 say I told somebody from my church I smoked weed versus I drink. Oh, you'd be fired. Drink um alcohol. They'd be much more mad that I smoked weed. I'm like that first of all, it's more natural, and again, it can take off the edge in a much safer way than alcohol, and it's not literally poisoning my body. Right. And it can actually do some good things for your body. As yeah. Well. So it's just interesting, you know, as you talk about that with mental health too, of like how could it help with faith? Well, I'm not there's a balance of all of it. Yeah. Like if you use weed too much, you're it's not helping your mental health. If you or have a bad day, you can't just come right home and be like, I need to smoke right now. Well, Sometimes yeah, you got to be like, I got to figure this stuff out. And then once I get to a better place, then I'll smoke. <laughs> well, obviously, too, if you bake yourself, you're not helping anybody. You're just yeah. baked. You're not figuring shit out. You're too far gone that you can't figure it out. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is I was getting a pretty good tolerance to the point where other people were like, oh, do you still smoking that? I'm like, oh, are you guys good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that becomes a problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, this has been a great conversation. Yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like we could talk a long time. But any final thoughts that you feel like have you learned anything about Chris? I think I want to hang out with Chris more. I well, think Chris- we, we need a new place for bonfire. So right now I'm the token bonfire place. So yeah, there you go. Be- or there you go. Or you can come out to Holland for once in your I, life. You know what? We're not <laughs> driving out there. We talked about you got to pack a lunch. I don't pack a lunch on the way here. Yeah, do you 50 have times a week? That do you I have come a here? cool you got place a designated for driver. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Chris, I, let's go. I, I do have a cool place for fires. Well, yeah. Well, why don't you invite me? You wouldn't come because you yeah, said Holland's right too far away. No, I would come. You just got to give him a little bit of time. Yeah, lots yeah, of time. Plan. Heads up. I got a plan. You can't bug him. I got to keep bugging him, right? Yep. Well, don't bug me. Just a reminder would be nice. So, <laughs> how can people connect with you, Chris, if they want to be on your podcast or listen? Uh, and, <laughs> or well yeah on uh social media at talon rights t-a-l-l-o-n rights and christopher talon.com talon with two l's and the podcast is creative ops you can find it through the website or should be just about every podcast platform podcast platform but go to the website what's but, yeah. the website well creativeops.com right uh well the podbean one is pod creativeops.podbean.com but there's also links to it through christopher talon.com as well okay cool well, guys, as for us, if you really want to talk to us, Facebook group. Yes, join, join that. The, join the Facebook group. Do uh, it. It's so funny. Um, that's something that you might want to think about. Uh, I don't know. You've been over a year. I, I have thought about that too, but part of me is like, what if nobody joins? Well, <laughs> he, here's the thing. Like, we should have started that from the beginning, even for our gig so show. So you could have been building it the whole building time. Yeah. It. We had a page, but this is a group where everyone can chime in and yep. have fun. And so, yeah, we started one of those. Uh, and then, of course, the newsletter. Right, is that going to be? It's coming up Monday. You got it all done? Uh, it's coming up Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I just had an epiphany that tomorrow's t- the last day. Well, and really by the time people listen to this, I'll already be out. I'll already That's have hit their mailbox. Touche. So sign up for that. You can go to threadspodcast.com. And we are hosting all our episodes there now, too. So if any, if you want an old episode, just go to threadspodcast.com. Click on episodes. So, and as always, guys, keep the faith. Do you work and live life unfiltered. Woo! Woo-hoo!